Welcome to It's All Fine and Dangy, where we talk about community, health, culture, and all of the big and little things that make life good. Here are your hosts, Dan and Angie. Hi, guys, and welcome to episode number 102 of the It's All Fine and Dangy podcast. Welcome, welcome, and thank you so much for joining us. We're super excited because we're out of the house. We're out of the studio. Finally, Yes. Yes. And um, we are at a really cool local business. I am super excited to actually get in here and experience it for myself. Me too. Um, And, you know, we always love when a new business opens locally. So we're super excited that this kind of mixes creativity in with it, the art a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And we are at the Artisan Loft here in Apopka, and we're sitting with Betsy Owens, the owner of the Artisan Loft. I'm going to say it a few times because I wanted to say Artesian Loft, but that wasn't correct. That's not, We're not that's that fancy. <laughs> yeah, this is not Artesian. So thank you so much for joining us. Yes, this thank you. Welcome and thanks for having me. Yes, and for having us to the studio. This is the coolest little thing. I'm so excited for everybody to see the YouTube um, video so that they can check it out themselves. Yeah, this is one of those things where we talk about the things that are right in your backyard, and I had no yeah. idea that you were here. So this is, we're going to talk about how you got started and everything else, Great. but this is really, really cool, and thank you for inviting us out. Oh, so fun. Thank you. And, and thank you for, we have a little glass of wine to enjoy while we are chatting, so thank you for yeah. that as well. We do sip and paint, so we're doing sip and talks. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, sip I and like... paints are so fun. We're going to talk about that, yeah. too. I love that. So yeah. we're going to come back here and do one of those for awesome. sure. Yes, we are super excited about that. So in true Fine and Angie fashion, we always like to get to know our guests a little bit. So we'd love if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, personal, whatever you'd like to share, just to let our audience know a little bit about you. Well, thanks. Um, I have been in Apopka for about 25 years. Um, I've All right. married. You met my husband, Andy, a little while yes. ago. Yes. Uh, we've been married for 25 years. And oh, congrats. In Apopka for, for 25 years? We got married, married in our house. Years. The oh, house wow. we still live in, we got married in. Oh, oh nice. Wow. Yeah. So, and then we um, went on our first date 30 years ago. So, we just celebrated that anniversary. So, that was fun. Oh, how so. great is that? So, you've seen a lot of the changes in Apopka mm, that I've oh seen, gosh. too. It's hard. I, you know, I feel like an old man when I tell my kids, this road used to be a dirt road. And all. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> Sandpiper. Yes. Yeah. Or even Welch when yeah. I was a kid, oh, was, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, how exciting. So, you are definitely a native by now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I sometimes, I, I've been in Orlando since 1986 and um came here i was working at disney like i think everybody has at some point in their life i was a tour guide wants to do that Uh oh later in life i have no shame in telling anyone i love disney love it so as a tour guide there moved from lakeland to orlando to keep working as a tour guide after high school um started in commercial real estate so i'm actually a commercial real estate broker did that for 25 years oh very Um, nice and always did art on the side. And then um, started this uh, franchise uh, here in Orlando called Phoenix Salon Suites. So I have eight salons that okay. I do in addition to having the art oh, very store. Nice. Okay, now are you a hairstylist? No, you do not want me touching your hair. No? <laughs> no. So this was just a business you invested in? And yeah, our friends started oh. the concept in Colorado. And then when they brought it to Florida, we looked at it and thought it was a great idea for us. So mm-hmm. we... Um, thought we'd just have one store so we started in Lake Mary and then um somehow we ended up with eight oh wow oh, that's a great success story though yeah so we that's my day job so okay. I still run all those and um and then I do the art on the side and have been wanting to open artisan law for several years and just I opened it last March 2nd, and then we were shut down for COVID oh, on yeah. March 13th. Oh, oh my, my goodness. So, so that's how it happened. Before we ask you how you pivoted and survived COVID, can <laughs> yeah. you tell our listeners and, and viewers, what is Artisan Loft? Sure. So Artisan Loft was created because what of something I thought was missing out in the community. I, I didn't think that there was enough art studios that you could go to if you didn't think you could paint what they were asking you to paint yes mm, so okay. a lot of people so for me I'm not a person that can go and someone I personally I don't think I am good at it that I can paint like someone says we're going to paint a horse today and we go and paint a horse and then it looks like I would look like a dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then I'd never hang it up and then I feel yeah. bad about how I 
what I did and I wouldn't go up in my yeah, house. Yeah, because it's a great, a fun experience, but yeah. are you actually going to use the art? Like, exactly. Yeah. So what I wanted to do um, was actually create a, a place where people could come, have fun, have community. Sure. And just make art and, and have something that they leave with that they're really inspired by that will make them want to come back. So then we, we, so we have different types of art classes that you can come in. Yeah, that is a really cool concept. Oh, thanks. So when did the, like, when did the idea come to you? Was it, has it been around in your head for a while? Has it changed, like, what it would look like a few times? When do you think, when, can you pinpoint a time? I can. It was the day my husband told me I had too much stuff in the house <laughs> and I needed to. Well, I'm going to rent a space. <laughs> yeah. Make so, a business out of it. Right. And that's Whoa. part of my I mean, it's a good and a bad thing is that mm -hmm. I have trouble not making a business into everything. So any, any type of side thing I've done, I've made it into a business, you know, and I didn't oh, mean to, Yeah, but it's kind of like that left brain, right brain thing mm -hmm. where I have the business sense, but then I have the artistic side and I'm like, Oh, I should bring this to everybody and everybody should want to do this and that kind of thing. Oh, so wow. it was probably, um, when I was pregnant with my son, who's mm -hmm. now 20, um, and I was on maternity leave from my real estate company that I was working for. Um, I started just tinkering, making jewelry and cuffs and stuff like that. And then I was like, oh, I'll make a business. So then I started a business and started selling those cuffs on the side, even oh, when wow. I went back to work. Okay. So I really so you've couldn't always, stop. So you've always had a creative side and kind of you needed that creative outlet. Yeah, for sure. what it's sounding like. You just yeah. said, okay, I'm just going to make other people buy my great merchandise. Well, they were buying it too. That's a <laughs> sign. Were. That's yeah. a sign that you're onto something that, right. that you're making something cool. Right. Um, I wanted to touch back for just a minute. You said you didn't know of a place where there were sort of different types of, you know, the, the you mentioned for people that can't necessarily do what they want you to do, but you said something about different types of painting and it made me think, are there like different styles that you do here? Is it all abstract? Is it all, or can you tell us a little bit about the different styles? Cause sure. looking around in here, for those of you that mm -hmm. are watching the YouTube video, there's all kinds of different styles of art. It's so cool, but they are all different styles in here. Were all these done in this type of class type thing? Yes. So everything oh, cool. that you see, except for there's one piece that I purchased because the other part of what Artisan Loft is besides having the classes is the space that we're sitting in right now is the co-op space. So any artist can put their paints, paintings in here, their jewelry, any type of pottery, anything like that. Neat. And then we would sell it for them on a commission. So oh, nice. it's an art gallery co-op space. And oh, there's probably not it. a lot of co-op spaces. You can go to places like Trader Mays and they have their booths with the yeah. stuff in there. But For furniture, yeah. Exactly. But so we didn't really have a place where artists, I think, in Orlando are showcased enough yeah. in a more casual than going to an art festival, which yeah. has been non-existent it, during COVID. I yeah. know. Yeah, so it's there's impossible. Really, so the... For me, I just thought there needed to be a place where people can go to a class, you know, in our other room. And then they're like, oh, I'm stuck. I don't know what I want to do. And they have this whole space that they can look at something and something triggers for them in that piece of art. Oh, yes. They go, oh, I never thought of doing that. And then they go and put that into whatever it looks like for them on their painting. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So you're not forced to kind of do the plan of the day where maybe mm -hmm. you don't like the sunset well, or the margarita yeah, like glass or whatever. Like yeah. painting with a twist <laughs> yeah. or, you yeah. know, the, the wine and paints. And so you can do what inspires you based yeah. on what you see. I love right. that. And those are great classes and I, you know, I'm not dissing those at all. I'm oh, just neither am I. We have so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I will just, say we, we painted something one night. I was like... Not my style, but it was so fun to do. It didn't matter. Yes. You know? And that's the thing I like about the community side of it. I do yeah. like them, those classes that get everybody together and you can do the girlfriends mm -hmm. and so, but, um, to answer your question. So we have, um, so I'm actually a metalsmith, so I'm not, I don't consider myself an artist. Tell us I, what a metalsmith is. Okay. So in the traditional sense, a metalsmith usually makes jewelry. So they'll mm -hmm. cut pieces of metal and shape them into like pendants and earrings and bracelets and so forth. So that's kind of how I started with the um, cuffs that I was making. Mm -hmm. And then I just had this epiphany because we're, my husband and I and our family is very water oriented. So we're fishing all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if I could make my husband a tarpon out of a sheet of brass. So I did, and then I taught myself how to patina it using an ammonia fumes instead of any 
it's so that so the patina is like when it looks like a greenish color it's right? rust so oh, the it's metal rusted. is actually okay. rusted so oh, i just neat. expedite that process by using salt water and that's oh. what's so again those of you watching youtube video that's the fish that you made right there that's a tarpon is mm-hmm. the fitty is the is the fitty is the fishy? Um, patina fishy? because <laughs> fishy? Fishy. <laughs> I, the, I know patina and like leather I know what it means when it comes to like leather. Right. Is the the bluish color there, is that the patina part? Yes. So that started out as a sheet of shiny brass. And oh. so what I did was I hand cut it with a jeweler saw. Like a, so it's mm-hmm. very it's a very lengthy process. It takes me about a day, about eight hours or so to cut it out. Wow. And that's a that's about two and a half feet in length. And then um, I hammer it to give it shape. So that's why the fins like look like they're in motion. So I hammer it. And then um, you can patina metal, either brass or copper, using ammonia or vinegar fumes. So either one, and they'll turn out entirely different. Mm. So when I've used vinegar fumes, it turns to turn it more orangey and browns. But because it's a fish and I love teal and everything. Oh, yeah. so Color of the ocean. Yeah. So I always use ammonia fumes. And ammonia never touches the piece of brass. So I just set it in basically a Rubbermaid container. I spray oh, it with salt water. Oh, and it just water. does that by being in proximity to it. Yes. Wow. So wow. it takes about, and I keep, that's the most exciting part for me because I don't, I can't control it. So it's, it's just going to turn, turn the color yeah. that it does. So but that turned out me. gorgeous. Oh, thank you. So I've sold a couple of those at an art show. So that's the last one that I have. So. Nice. I brought it in to show you guys today. Oh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. We'll Very put it on ta- our website as Very well. Very talented. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Thanks. I mean, I, I like to think I'm, you know, artsy, but I'm not artsy like that. Like, how did you learn like, how to do that's that? That's just... I just taught myself. So I... Because I <laughs> drew... Well, they couldn't teach me how to draw, like, whatever I wanted. So yeah. people are like, can you do a seahorse? I'm like, okay, I can do a seahorse. So I draw out a seahorse... And then I'd use a projector to make it the right size because I wasn't quite sure. Oh, that's I smart. love it. It's brilliant. Yeah. And then I cut it. Then once I have the size I want, I draw it onto um, cardboard. Mm-hmm. So I, people think I'm crazy because I'm like, are you going to throw that box away? So yeah, it's <laughs> your like, template. I do want my size. I yeah. need that. So then I make cut. So I just had the templates because I used to, in the beginning, is redraw like that seahorse or the mermaid or the tarpon over and over and over. And I'm like... Why am I doing this? Yeah. So just save it. Yeah. So, yeah. So I have the templates now and I do that. And then um I joke because most of my art end, ends up in people's bathrooms. Like they're like, oh my gosh, that looks so good in my bathroom. It's sea themed and ocean themed. Oh, yeah. It's so, so funny because I have a mermaid picture in, in the, bathroom. the guest bathroom. Yes, you do. I don't you would know love why. my art in your bathroom. That's what I'm saying. Like it's there is something about it. And you probably sell it to a lot of people that own like little cottages or something or near condos the, on the beach. The beach. You yeah. always see that type of art artwork in there so it's yeah. perfect for that they one of the guys that bought my tarpon he had a place in new smyrna and See? it's in there and then he had me come back to actually do an entire bar for him that oh. i patinaed which were the sheets of copper were four by eight Neat. so i patinaed it in my driveway and i had to make the patina bath out of tarps and so oh, again wow. this is why i got kicked out of my house <laughs> And my husband's the HOA president, so I started by our house going, why do they have these giant tarps and PVC in their yard? I'm like, it's only for a couple of days. That's going to be so fulfilling, though, because it's it, it's your passion, I guess, probably started as a hobby for you. And yeah. when people start paying you for your art, like I said before, you know you're onto something, especially yeah. a piece that big. Right. You know? Yeah, for sure. And that's what just, I just learned this. I don't know why I didn't know this, but um, Van Gogh, yep. he never sold a piece of art while he's alive. Oh, and I'm thinking the poor guy never yeah. knew what if, so that's the thing is like yeah. to be an artist and someone actually buy your piece of art while you're living is pretty magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, like it becomes so valuable after somebody. For some reason. Uh, what is it? I guess because you can get no more of them or people really start paying attention to, I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting dilemma because what good does it do you if you're yeah. gone? Well, well, I love that because that speaks well. It shows, you know, that you are very talented. And oh, that thank this you. is something that's speaking to people because you know that art does need to speak to you. Of course. Like, you know, we've gone to art shows and we're walking around and then we see a piece and we're like, yeah, I need that right now. Or, yeah, I, I you know, it. it's it's always individual too because sometimes we agree, but other times it's like, this is so great. And it's like, we're, we're on the yeah, same page a lot, but you know time. what I mean? It has, yeah. to, it has to 
appeal to you. Like there's paintings in this room that I love that I would have in my house. And there's others that aren't just aren't my style. Just, right. you know, it depends on what you like. Yeah. Yeah. But we definitely appreciate all art. I do. I think. Cause I just Undoubtedly. love when people are expressing their creativity, yes, you know, me too. and be able to watch the process. I mean, I want to come be creative here. We're going to do that. I would that. love to We're, have you here. We now. are so going to do that. But I want to, let's go back to the COVID challenges. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because what we have seen um, since um, COVID is we've seen a lot of businesses born out of it. Right. Um, so tell us, like, when did you start? Because you were trying to open last year, correct? Right. That's and, right. And then walk us through kind of the obstacles, the successes, mm-hmm. the, you know, the challenges, kind of... Give us a little walkthrough of that. Yeah, because I think, didn't you just say that you started like the week before? March 2nd. Yeah, yeah that's, oh <laughs> my, boy. My grand opening was supposed to be April 1st, which I thought was also bad because it's new. It's uh, April, April Fool's Day. Day. I'm like, April Fool's, <laughs> like you don't get to open. <laughs> really open, right? <laughs> you guys thought, no. <laughs> so, so that was, so Artisan Loft was like what people call like a side hustle. So I mm-hmm. knew what I wanted it to be and what I wanted it to look like, but I still had this full-time job running the eight salons. Right. So I'm like, I'm just, you know, diving in steam, full steam ahead. I'm going for it. I'm like, okay, grand opening, we're going to do this. And there's all the chatter in the background about we're going to get shut down. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. You know, it's mm. still, so, I mean, everybody remembers when we yeah. thought it was so surreal. And the, right. remember yeah. those days? We're all going, yeah. all, myself included, I'm storming around the house going, it's getting yeah, blown out. some media blown out of months, proportion. Yeah. A couple months, we'll be fine. Exactly. Yeah. So what really triggered everything having to stop was that our salons got shut down. So yeah. I had 300 stylists that couldn't oh. work. Yeah. Oh they couldn't gosh. come in. So I couldn't keep charging them rent for their, because they rent suites from us. It's yes. not booth rental. They actually operate their own business. Mm-hmm. Right. So I had 300 people that I had to stop charging rent for. And, but I still had to pay my landlords. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that whole stress was oh, you I know, can imagine. beyond. And oh, yeah. I mean, what's crazy, and I don't know the media talks about this enough, is that we're still negotiating how to pay back those two or three months worth of rent that we missed. Yeah. And no one talks about it. So it's yeah. still a stressor, I think, for a lot of small yeah. businesses. We're artisan law office here. My friend owns the building. We never missed any rent. She's just a fabulous person. But for those large real estate companies that I used to represent in commercial mm-hmm. real estate, um, there's a really big disconnect between the small business owners mm-hmm. and those big REITs that own them, like in the shopping centers and the office buildings. Yeah. And they everything. just want their rent check. Yeah. yeah. And everyone really care about the struggles. Being yeah. in, my mistake was I, um, was not really arrogant, but I just didn't think that it was going to be a big deal. I'm like, oh, the landlord's going to work with us. It's going to be mm. fine. Yeah, it's just being I, optimistic. I call that being optimistic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, thanks for not saying it's arrogant. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you were just, you were looking for the best. Like, right. this, this is, people are going to do the right thing, and this is how it's going to work out. That's yeah, what and you I were would, thinking. I would argue that you probably, no matter what happened, which I know you're going to tell us, but it probably at least saved you some of your sanity by not panicking at day mm. one like a lot of people did. right. Well, I always knew like, um, well, what, what I kept saying to myself and, you know, my husband's contractor is in the industry too. And we bo- both kept looking at each other going, we'll pay all our mom and pop vendors and we'll, we'll figure out the big guys because that's my industry. I'm going to know how to mm, fix that. Yeah. Never thinking that that wouldn't happen. I'm sure. But so that made me, ironically made me more determined to really focus on what my dream was because I was like, you know, and, and all the stylists that, you know, were in our locations were just so amazing. And so, um, just very grateful and thankful that we, because they're small business too, Yeah, of course, you know, and I'm their landlord. So they were very grateful and it just made me really see that you don't only get so many opportunities in your life to go after what you really want to do and what your real dream is. And so I just, was like, okay, I'm going, cause I could have shut everything down and been like, oh, that was a nice thought. Yeah. But I'm like, no, I have this dream of bringing artists to the forefront and more recognized and doing the co-op and then having the, the, the uh, classes. So that's kind of what catapulted us. And, and to answer your question, yes, we did figure it all out with yeah. the landlords. <laughs> yeah. But, I, but just, I'm wondering, but as just far hearing as the- that story, it's like, oh, you've, I think because we don't own our own business like that, we don't 
think, oh, there was this part and that part, you know, all these pieces. You're just thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my business is, my side hustle is the author stuff and it's me. So there's no overhead really. There's no concerns like There's no other employees or people that you care about really because you've seen them grow their business because of what you have. Right. Yeah. So did you have to put this whole thing on pause? I mean, it's been over a calendar year since mm-hmm. all this started. Did you have to put this whole thing on pause for the longest time? Were you doing virtual? I mean, I'm just curious how you made it through. Did you have to put it aside for a while? or? Well, to some extent I did, um, but I would have people still reach out to me that I knew and be like, I need a mental health day. Can I please come in and just paint? I'm like, oh, 100% you can. So they would come in and do that. And then we had... If people knew each other, because we can house about up to 20 people, you know, Mm -hmm. safely. And as long as they knew each other, we would do it in groups. And then I did one. um, Just like the restaurants do. Yeah. 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 So we were always very careful and safe and respectful of everybody. Um, But people still needed that outlet, especially during COVID and when the coming back and everything. And I even did, um, I brought everything home and did a paint pouring class in my yard and all my neighbors (laughs) came over. That is so cool. We were all shut down. I was like, oh, and we weren't even, it was when we were like really on lockdown. And so I was even afraid, like I would get pulled over by Orange County Sheriff's (laughs) Office. Like, why are you out? Because we're like, you remember the first couple days? I'm giving people a mental health day. Everyone's hiding. So I'm like, I'm just going to run in real quick and grab paints and and canvas. Why are you here? Yeah. I know. See, this is, this is the, uh, what do they call These are the essentials for me. Sorry. Got to have them. Yeah. Yes. I was an essential business. Yeah. Exactly. I love how you put that. Yeah. This is for people's mental health. Like seriously, they need a creative outlet. Uh, I'm going to give them a creative outlet. So I don't even need to ask. I was going to ask what brought you to Apopka, but you live in Apopka. So you, you saw an opportunity for something like this in our community and we appreciate it very much. Oh, thank you. Because we love that we're getting more artsy stuff here. We have the glass blowing place up I the know, road. I know. I want to go there. We yes. do too. I'm terrified of burning myself. I don't know how that works, but I'm going to. Yeah, I'm sure they walk you through it, but, but it's bringing culture. I mean, not to say yeah. we didn't have any culture. I'm not disparaging old Apopka, but as a person that was born in the Apopka mm. hospital, yes. it is it is some almost 50 years ago. It's really cool to see things like this that bring culture to the area. Yeah. The more we have this kind of stuff, I feel like it raises the bar for what there is to do around Absolutely. It. And I was talking um, to the chamber because I'm a new member and I'm. we were talking about Holly, who's yeah. with the mm-hmm. chamber. And um, one, there's two different events that I want to do. One is I want to do a sidewalk chalk art festival at Field of Fame and oh, get like... Yes. Like they do in Altamont at the Cranes yes. Roost. Yes. yes. And so bring something oh, like yes. that because, I mean, again, the, that's all outside and you get fresh yeah. air and it's fun and then um also getting some businesses in apopka to have mural artists do murals on the side and bring back in that foliage world because it was the uh, what the u.s capital the, yeah, the, foli- the indoor for- yeah. foliage the, the, as angie would say the art and foliage capital it's of the foil- world foliage Fo- like <laughs> aluminum foil foliage but yes we were the capital there were greenhouses <laughs> everywhere you know my family made their business in fox's nurseries here oh that's right yeah years. yeah that's cool but yeah it would be cool to see that kind oh of I having like love indoor that. ferns on the side of buildings yes. or like just bring that history back to a pop because i think a lot of people that move here now don't know that yeah history that and history. for the people that have lived there lived here their whole life and you have generations upon generations that's important you know, to, to kind of keep that alive and teach people about it. Yeah. I mean, that's speaking our language, having like murals and stuff. And we were just talking about this. We were driving through Apopka and I'm like, you know, if, if we could, if the city could encourage or, you know, just some kind of incentive even to spruce up the buildings Mm -hmm. and make, give it that old town charm that old town charm there's yeah. a very fine line between and one of the thing i one of the things i love about old apopka is that old town charm mm-hmm. but I, there's always room for improvement and sure. I, as angie's saying there's a fine line in some areas between old town charm and just old and <laughs> needs to be you know yeah. fixed Time up to update a little bit and and give yeah. it just some a little bit character yeah you know and so you see those touches over the years but you also see some things that are kind of still looking rough so yeah it, it, the, to me this all sort of speaks the same language of evolving the city and yeah. kind of bringing the bar up 
Oh, yes. Oh, I want to talk about these, um, the creative workshops that you do yeah, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yes. I thought that is so cool. So tell us a little bit about what you do on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay. Here. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, we do two different types of events. So there's in the mornings, you can come in from 10 to 12 and for an, one to two hours and just have free paint time. So you come in, you buy a canvas, which we have three different sizes. So you buy the canvas and then I set you up and you have paint and you have all access to all of our paint and you can sit for one or two hours and just paint do whatever you want wow oh, i love it so that's good for artists if you're already an artist or right. someone that wants to try it but doesn't want to buy all the stuff exactly or they're just you know maybe they're having a bad day and they're like oh i just need to really go paint or yeah. do something I love that and so um and I'm not particular and if they want to like paint something or if they want to try and do a paint individual paint pour, that's mm -hmm. fine. Or the other, one of the classes that I teach is we, 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 um, paint with anything but paintbrushes. So, oh. so I'll show you a picture in a little bit, um, that I did that I didn't use any paintbrushes to do. So, so you have just objects on the table and different things you yeah, can use so, like that? Right. So paper towels, aluminum foil, bubble wrap, spatulas. We have anything in the kitchen aisle that you can go to in the dollar <laughs> oh, store. We probably yeah. have in the studio back that, there. That's great. I mean, you can pull, you can pour paint through a colander and then swirl it around and it just makes really cool. Oh, I've watched so. those videos. Have you ever seen those videos of the guy who does like the five gallon bucket and he pokes a hole in it and he swings it on this string wow. in his garage. It makes oh my this gosh. huge it, mess. It makes it's a amazing. geometric shape on the ground. Like, really? It's like oh, a because pendulum. it's swinging. Yeah. Oh, that and makes sense. He, You know, he swings it a certain way and I think he kind of has an idea of maybe because of the weight of the paint or yeah. something, but it's... You'll sit there for 30 minutes and watch this thing wow. go around. I'm not even lying. You can't stop watching it. You're it's like, like watching what's it going to do? It's yeah. doing it's like the opposite. It's a fun way of watching it paint dry. <laughs> it really um, is. What, what is a, for those of us that aren't, that aren't savvy to that term, what is a paint pour? So it's really super fun. So what you do is you take, um, you pick out usually three to four different colors of paint. It's all acrylic. And we pour it in each color of paint into a different solo cup or that type of cup. And then we add a liquid additive, usually called like a pour medium, which, which makes the paint thinner without losing any of the pigment of the color. So is it almost it, like putting a glaze in a paint that you would paint on your walls or it something? It makes it really watery because the, the end result of what you want it to do is move really quickly across the canvas. Otherwise so you'd thick. paint with like a paste. Oh, okay. It's too right? thick. Like regular yeah. paint's too thick. So once you pick out your colors, you stir it up real well and then you there's two, there's a few different ways you can either pour those individual cups onto the canvas mm -hmm. and then you tilt the canvas to make it, um, move across however you want. Or what you can do is layer the paint into a separate cup and then you basically put the canvas upside down on top of the cup and then you flip cup it. And then you take the cup off and all that paint Kind of let around. it do whatever it's yeah. going to do. But it's, so, in, it's, does it stay separate like mm -hmm. oil and it water? Does. Oh, it does. how cool is that? Yeah. No, you can't stir it because as soon as you stir it, then you'll just have brown paint. Right, yeah. right. So I'm wondering like, okay, so if Dan and I came in, because that is something like we want to do on our wall in our dining room. If But if we had something in mind like, okay, we want it to go to blue, to gray, to gold, mm -hmm. let's say. Could you kind of walk us through how to get the desired look that we want? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, so we don't want it like, it's got to be exactly like this, but you know, like, right. here's kind of the feel of what we want and you could guide us through that. Right. Exactly. So cool. a lot of times what we do is we'll take a blow dryer and blow the paint across the, the canvas and then whatever paint was on, on the first of, on the, basically the top mm -hmm. layer that you put onto the canvas that gets exposed because now it's on the bottom of your canvas and there's other paints on top. So when you hit the blow dryer, all those colors move across. Oh, and neat. so that's how, um, the purple and gold one, yeah, how it gets that like movement. So that's the easiest way to do it. Otherwise you can take, um, like we have combs like hair combs and it's literally hair i'm just gonna start looking for it. stuff now to bring you hey can we paint yeah. with this you, you know it's <laughs> again so awesome to me the cardboard i also like people bring me like empty toilet paper rolls <laughs> yeah but and they're that's... The, like heavy duty industrial ones and yeah the other day i got something in the mail and they wrapped it in this small little hard cardboard and i went to my husband i'm like oh my gosh look and he's like it's cardboard i'm like i know but it's perfect <laughs> what's the gift inside it's I'm like, like when you do, it's like when 
you get your kids something when they're little and they play with the box. It's, it's like that. I know. It's very sad. Like, no, it's sad. I don't think it's, it's like sad. hoarding almost. It's bad. Uh, oh, it's crazy. The it's very hoarding creative. of leftover paper product inserts. Yeah. That, I love it. That's why she had to move into a space, oh really. Oh, is there <laughs> well, a box full of card? I mean, a room full of cardboard somewhere? I can near see us? it from where I'm standing oh, sitting right is. now. So, I was kidding. do you have it's a like, Monica no. closet? Do you watch Friends? Oh, you know what? I, I, don't even get me started. I'm like the worst with that. Like everything looks nice and tidy. Do not go in that closet over there. It'll Put pour a lock out on, on it. Yeah, just like everything will pile over. That's a whole nother video. Um, but you also do the wine and pour stuff, or the we wine and paint do. stuff. Wine and sip. Sometimes we actually call them like wine and drink. We're like, oh yeah, there's painting in there at some point. Yeah. So yeah. we shouldn't just call it sip, and, <laughs> sip and drink. <laughs> but so what we do is um, a lot of that's for like dates can come. Yeah. Usually mm-hmm. that ends up being a paint pour class. Although they do find it fun to do the no paintbrush class too. Cause that's, yeah. they can leave, you know, with, with the painting, the paint pour it takes because there's so much paint on the canvas. It takes like two days for that. You got to leave it here. Yeah. 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 And then they come back for it, but, um, we can pretty much incorporate the sip and paint into any, any. one of our classes, yeah. except for when you, if we, if we start doing the metal smithing, I'd probably like put a stop to yeah. that. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 you got to no, pay attention. No power to tools with the no. drinking, but, no. Please, but no. it sounds like it's very casual as far as yeah. the it rules is. and stuff. Oh, I yeah, I mean, I want people to have fun and I want them to get the joy out of what the intention of Artisan mm-hmm. Loft was. And so if they come in and they're like, oh, it's stuffy or, you know, they feel yeah. a little like, yeah. I don't want it to be like that. Or intimidated by the painting, you know, like, because right. sometimes you're like, I can't do that. Right. So you're always ready to kind of switch it up and be like, hey, why don't you try that? You know, yeah, exactly. If you feel like they're uncomfortable, like, yeah, I can't paint that bike. I'm looking at that bike right there. I'm like, oh, I don't man, think I, I might be able to paint that bike. That's by another artist. I don't think I could paint that bike. So. I, I mean, I might have to like use a template to like trace the circles. For the circles, yeah. But okay. For the tires, yeah. Yeah. The, the little flowers on there and stuff. It's, that's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. We're bikers. So, of course, that's where my... I went to. Yeah. And for those of you listening to the audio version, we're looking at a painting of a bicycle with a basket on the front with a bunch of flowers. And the flowers are actually, you know, like fake like 3D, flowers yeah. that are stuck. So it's yeah. got like the 3D thing too. It's I very lo- cool. I love that little element. I did see that you guys, um, I don't know if it was just a group that you had, but um, you were doing the painting with a purpose or painting for a purpose. Mm-hmm. So how yeah. are you giving back to the community? Because that sounds, you know. Yeah. That's, I told you the story about how we started the podcast. So yes. we love when we see stuff like that. So I always encourage, we, we have a good friend and neighbor that, um, she runs, um, Dave house. Mm. And so, um, she had asked me, you know, when we were shut down and slow, if I would, if I would have an event here and I'm like a hundred percent. And so, um, we had, um, a lot of great people that came out that donated to Dave's house, but we'll, any type of charity that wants to come over. I've done a lot of work with new hope for kids. I was, uh, Mm. which is the center for grieving children, um, in Maitland. And, um, they, you know, any type of, uh, charity event that would want to come here. It's a, we do it again, we do it in groups. So Mm -hmm. for Dave's house, they had about 30 people here. And so we, we have plenty of room to spread out to the parking lot. And so we'd had food and drinks and people come in and then, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's, I'm always encouraging like any charity that wants to do a fundraiser here. I'm, I'm always on board for that. What is Dave's house? That's for the homeless. It's yes, exactly. So it was started, um, by this gentleman who is Dave, he, um, actually, and I might, and Ellen would probably kill me cause I'll probably get this a little wrong, but anyway, it was for homeless, um, people that need a place to stay and that are also have some, um, maybe they're struggling mental through their mental health issues, which okay. is often the case. When right. You're homeless. Yeah. 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 And so, um, no, this is another visual, but the white plate over there that with the black, uh-huh. um, that was the artist that we had who was here just to prove like how much Dave's house had helped him. And when he was homeless, all he did was buy d- those plates from the dollar store mm-hmm. and he had a Sharpie. And so he made all these really cool designs, but he said from an art level that just helped him get back to where he needed to be. And wow. so he transitioned and 
Dave's house was a huge help to him, and now he's a, a really great, and he's successful, and he's doing art. And, oh, that's oh, awesome. That's an awesome story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it is. It sounds like a great guy. organization, too. Oh, yeah. We should reach out to them. Yep. Absolutely. Have them in the contact. I already put it in the notes. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I love whenever... We love when people get together to, you know, yeah. just for some cause, whatever may be, you know, whatever's in their heart to help. Absolutely. Know? We love it. Yeah. And especially the small nonprofits and smaller charities, the grassroots mm-hmm. um, efforts that people are putting forth. Yeah. We like to toot their horn. That's what we say. Because they, a lot of a lot of those places don't. Because they're, right. we talked about this, they're too involved in it because that's their passion. That is what their focus is is on yeah. is helping and so they just don't have time for the yeah. you know hey we're doing this or that so we, that's what other people do for them yeah you know and i, I hope yep. that's how we help i hope so too let's talk about your grand opening so you've been okay. sort of Ooh, <laughs> it's so, coming. so you're open but it's not you're, april 1st this year <laughs> you're still doing your official grand opening it's now the grand opening mm-hmm. so the uh, saturday and sunday april 10th and 11th from 10 a.m to 4 p.m so we'll oh, have awesome we'll coming have up. food vendors we'll have um well we're um putting an area in the parking lot for kids to do chalk art just oh, going back I to that it. chalk festival yes, that i want to do yes um and then we'll have um, some people can sign up and actually do classes that week, or they can do a, a couple of classes that we'll have here um, during the grand opening. Um, so there's all sorts of oh, fun very stuff. Very nice. That'll be, That'll be great. Enjoy. Yeah, it's fun. Grand opening, April 10th and 11th. You guys have yep. to be super excited that that day is actually coming. I know. It's still surreal. And there's, you know, I, I think I have everything almost planned, and then something will come up and make me realize I don't have everything planned. So it'll go great. Great, yeah. though. I mean, we'll get we'll help get the word out there Thank for you. you. And I mean, just all your friends and those in the compete. I've already seen people making comments about yes. um, your place. So I know. it's so sweet. So that's yeah. kind of a benefit. I mean, yeah, I guess you have to look at the blessing of everything. But if there's a benefit to having to delay it this long, now you've got sort of a following and you know, yeah. it, it will probably be much more of a grand opening anyway, because right. that's so true. You know, you've yeah. got, you've got your following, you've got people that have already been here and are excited about it that know more what it is than it would have been before. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And exactly. I wonder if that, you know, that year that, you know, COVID kind of put a damper on things, did it enable you to kind of tweak your place the, the way you really wanted it? Yeah, for sure. So it, because being so busy and, you know, running the salons and everything, you know, it's very hard for me to look at how other people do things, Mm -hmm. you know? And so sometimes you just have to get out of your own headspace and see how someone else that you admire does something. And so I took all these bits and pieces, you know, from things that I would see that I would never, ever have had the luxury to even go out and look for like on Pinterest or if it was YouTube or if it was out on the web or something, Mm -hmm. I'd never, ever see that because I don't have the time to do that. Right. You're rushing to get it, get it going Exactly. And so it's a weird, I think a lot of people say this about the COVID period is that when we were shut down, it's like they, they gained so many things. They, a lot of things were taken away, Yeah, but they gained things like the time with their family, yes. time to do things. So I really saw that as a blessing, not in the moment because it was tough, but yeah. looking back, I'm like, wow, I would have never had the time to tweak all those things. And so just getting what my vision was out you know, it was an awesome, it was really awesome that I had the time to do that. You know, for I, 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 that's so well put. And I think for, I feel very fortunate that it didn't really affect me directly per se, as far as my job. But I think something we all have in common is that it made us all slow down. Something I'm not very Mm. good at doing in general. Right. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and when you're doing something like opening a business, you know, maybe it gives you time with your family, but it also gives you time to think about it in ways that you wouldn't have, or maybe details you wouldn't have had time to. Yeah. So that's, that's a reoccurring thing. I'm sure we're going to hear a lot from people as it relates to COVID, but we are very excited for your yes. grand opening. We are definitely going to be I, back. Thank I already you. signed up for the grand opening. Oh, well, there you on, go. On the little invite. Hey, that's <laughs> right. I guess we're in for that, that's too. Right. But I want to come back and do one of the sip and paint oh, things. Yes. Oh, it's fun. You should. Yes, yeah. I will definitely do it. So, Betsy, thank you so much. If thank somebody you. wants to book a private event or check out um, when you are actually having workshops or classes, where can they find you? We have, you can actually schedule everything directly on our website, which is 
um, theartisanloft.com. And you can also call us as well. Um, it all comes to me. So it's okay. 407-505-9360 is okay. our phone number. And that's you can text to that as well. So I try to make it as easy as possible. You know, people are busy. So yeah. they're like, I just need to paint. Texting so. is great. It's how I communicate. When somebody says, call me, sometimes I'm like, oh, okay. How do you do that? I think I remember how to People dial the number. <laughs> People still do it. Come on now. I love texting though because it's just like you can get all your do all your other stuff while you're doing yes. it. I don't know. There's yeah. still that personal that personal thing. I think yeah. the, the new generation has a trouble on the phone. I, I like yeah. to talk on the phone too. But we'll also put your link, your thank you, your phone number, and everything in the show. That's right. On YouTube and on the podcast. And as Angie said, thank you so much for sitting with us. Thank it's you. It's been guys. great meeting you. It was we'll, a pleasure. We'll definitely be back. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and Angie and I will be right back, so hang tight. Just like that, we're back in the studio. Ding. Yeah. Oh, wait. Dink. Wait, I'll have <laughs> to see if I can find the bewitched noise. It's no, probably... that's I Dream of Jeannie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Hold on. What did that one... What did that... She wiggled her nose. What did that one sound like, though? Oh, I don't know. Because I remember... Ding, 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 was Samantha's nose. Yeah, that was her nose going back and forth. Did, was it just I, like know. a spring noise? Like... Doing, 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 doing. Yeah, it might have been. We yeah. did, now we're going to have to go look this up, you see. See, the things that we that we get into. You know, the younger <laughs> listeners and watchers are like, our um, viewers are like, what are you talking what about? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that that terrible movie, uh, Dream of Genie? Did they make a movie or did that Bewitched? Or did they do both? Bewitched they did with Nicole Kidman. Yes, yeah. so it wasn't that bad. No, it was kind of like it. the movie, yeah. Or kind of like the show. It was cool. Anyways, we are back in the studio, and uh, we hope you enjoyed that interview with Betsy from the Artisan Loft. That was a really fun time for us, and I feel like we've made a new friend. I can't wait to go oh back there. Oh, my gosh. There. So I'm super excited because, guys, you need to make sure to head over there April 10th and 11th. That's our grand opening weekend. Yes. Go show your support for something here local in Apopka and something different, right? We we love that we have something different like that in yeah. this area, something creative and just something I do. nice to go do. I, and I don't know. This is the fun of, of what we do with this show is that mm-hmm. we're finding stuff like that that you if you told me there was a place that you could go as an artist, and use all their supplies or someone that wants to be an aspiring artist or whatever it is I would have said not in a pop cup. If you told me that there's a place where you can do sort of the paint and sip thing with wine on like a date night, I would have said not in a pop cup. And I'm not disparaging a pop cup. I love a pop cup. That's my city. I just didn't know we had anything like that. Yeah. So I, yeah, I love this kind of. That's what I said. We keep discovering things right in our own backyard. Yeah. And who knew? Right? I know, right? Apparently some people did, but we didn't. But yeah, their grand opening is April 10th and 11th, and it's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Um, you know, they're going to have some art demonstrations out there, the ribbon cutting. Yes. Um, they'll have art exhibits. You can sign up for classes. They're going to have some specials going. So, And I think they're having some food trucks. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I did. I read Jimmy that Hula's? Jimmy Hula's. Jimmy Hula's yeah. will be out there, too. Yeah, so, so sorry for the uh, and thank you for having all the information yeah. always. But <laughs> a lot of this stuff is just coming in. So we're just yeah. finding out about some of the information. And uh, as yeah. you may have noticed also in sort of a side technical note during the recording of the video oh. with Betsy, <laughs> we so we are in the middle of a transition to a new podcast studio, a bigger mm-hmm. podcast studio. We've told you about this in some of the previous episodes. We're actually starting to build it out now. It's going to be really cool with a you know, like sofa chairs and like a living room environment. And it'll be much cooler for the videos too. But as we're starting to implement cameras everywhere, we're learning about lighting and yes. uh, and batteries and SD card sizes specifically because in the <laughs> middle of the, well, not in the middle, very end in, of the interview with Betsy, the one of the SD cards ran out on the uh, camera. So we switched to my phone. We made it work, but That's you know, right. we'll get more polished as we go with that. Yeah. Well, you know. 
but we told her you're a guinea pig for this yeah. because first time we're trying, you know, videoing while we're out somewhere at location. Else. It was really cool to be on location in the art studio. I thought to so have too. That as like kind of the backdrop. I thought that, so, so too. And by the time you're watching or listening to this, you will have seen some of the art that's in there that we showed on the YouTube video. If you're listening on your favorite podcast player or. I don't yeah. know why I said your favorite, <laughs> but if you're listening on a podcast listener or a player or on our, uh, on our website, you can always go back to our website or to our YouTube channel and watch the video yeah. version of this too. And what is our YouTube channel's link? Andy? So we have a bit.ly link for it so that we don't have that huge long URL. thing that we sent yes. you to. So it's just, um, B-I-T dot L-Y. Is that a forward or a backslash? Forward slash. So it's always a forward slash. Okay, so forward slash YouTube dash fine and dangy. And that's where you can find us. And of course, you can always find the link on the website as that's well. That's right. That's yeah. right. Until you have a thousand subscribers, you can't have your own customized URL, your own web link. Speaking so, of. <laughs> yes, I was going to say. So we need you to help us with that. Yeah. So our goal is to really start posting more content on our YouTube channel. We really want you guys to be able to experience those local things that we talk about yes. or all those restaurants we rave about or nonprofits that we're meeting with. Um, so we are going to really be putting a lot more videos up. Indeed. And we want to reach more people. So if you are a fan of the show, please head on over to the YouTube channel and subscribe so you can keep updated on what's there and help us heat heat our goal. Help us reach our goal of a thousand subscribers. She doesn't let me edit those out anymore. No, because <laughs> it's funny. And we all make mistakes. That's true. Very, very true. Um, but yeah, that's our goal. We want to yep. reach our goal. And we're going to be doing, I've been doing a little bit of research. I haven't told you about this yet. We'll be yep. doing some little bite-sized YouTube videos too. That's really how people watch YouTube. So we are going to have the full shows on here. Uh, most, if not every one of the interviews we do, the full video version will be on the YouTube channel as well. Um, but we will also have a little bite-sized thing. So for instance... If we do a snippet that says things to do, we may have one little snippet from an interview that has just an interesting tidbit with a link to the rest of the interview or a link to the website. So oh. you can just kind of breeze through if you want to see a little two or three minute clip. I'm learning new stuff that we're doing. Yeah. Look at this. Awesome. So, and then we're going to do, like Angie mentioned, that uh, while you're in Florida, we're going to have a series of videos that can range from two or three minutes to longer with you know, footage and, and, uh, information about some of the things around here. Uh, we just went to Lake Apopka and did a bike trail thing that kind of got us really yeah. thinking about, you know, we do a lot of the kayaking, a lot of the biking, a lot of the local businesses, and it would be kind of cool to give you guys a sort of, while you're in Florida, check this out, whether it means you live in Florida or you're on vacation. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. uh, that's the videos that we're going to have coming up as well. Yeah. Informative, short, and, you know, hopefully something you'll be able to use. And I love that because for people that are traveling to Florida, if they f stumble across our YouTube channel, yeah. they can discover some of the things here locally. So we are helping to support those local businesses. I love it. So things that are, in, you know, that you would never know was there because they don't do huge advertisements or anything yeah. like that. It's all word of mouth. Yep. Most tourists aren't going to know about that. That's true. Unless they know somebody in the area. So. That's what it's, I'm excited about. It's a great about. idea. And, you know, it may give you an idea for a charity organization in Florida mm -hmm. that you didn't know about that you want That's to donate right. money to. Do you say across? Sometimes, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I ask that because for most of my life, I said clift. Like, Clif don't drive off the clift. And one day and somebody crossed, said... Yeah, I think I do add the T. Is there you? Just, yeah. It seems like it should go, doesn't it? It really does. We should <laughs> just put the T at the end of those things. It's just like the your last win. I used to. I'm getting my second win. Yeah. I always thought it was my second win, but I think it's my second wind. It is like yeah, it's wind. And I've been saying win. Oh, that Here is so That's funny. Back to the deer caught in headlights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, if you like the show, please make sure to give us a rating. If you have time, we'd love for you to um, put a review on there. That helps us gain more traction and visibility to others and moves us kind of up in the 
podcast list, as yes. you may say. The algorithm. We're trying to get caught in that algorithm. Yeah, we want to get caught in it. And, and same <laughs> for YouTube. You know, we, we're seeing continued growth. Again, we thank you all so much yes. for that. Um, but, you know, now we're really trying to focus heavily on expanding. Yeah. And uh, it really helps us if you subscribe. If you're interested, if you like it. If not, we totally understand. Yeah. Um, same thing with the YouTube. If uh, you go to our YouTube channel, it really, really helps us if you subscribe, if you enjoy those videos as well. Yes, yes. And we appreciate it. Yeah. And if you have the an idea for the show, or if you have someone that would be a great guest or just want to say a little hello, give us a ring. Leave us a voicemail at 407-490-3899. I almost have it memorized. I was going to say, I almost have it memorized too. Only 102 episodes later. Yeah. We- <laughs> uh-huh. Or you can always email us at fineanddangy.com or reach out to us on any of our social media under Fine and Dangy. That's, That's right. where our you e- can find us. That's right. Our email address is feedback at fineanddangy.com. Yep. And I think that's, that's a, it. That's a wrap, that guys. That is a wrap. Hopefully, um, by the time you hear this, we will be catching you at the grand opening of the Artisan Loft in Apopka. Oh. Check it out. The Apopka Art and Foliage Festival is coming as well. Yes, that is. That's coming April 26th and 27th, I believe. And Daniel Fox will be there I with will his be there. books. I will be selling my novels. If you're not aware, I write fiction thrillers. I will be there yeah. selling both In the Dark and Lies That Bind, signed copies. Come up and say hi. And he and will be sitting in the fine art section is where they yes, put you. So that's I'm, pretty cool. I am so uh, thankful for that. They picked yeah. me for the fine art section. I which love it isn't necessarily super common. Um, and so I'm glad. I'm super happy. It's a popular traffic spot. I hope I get yeah. a lot of people. And Angie may or may not be walking around with a GoPro type device with a microphone on it. I'm she just will. saying. She totally <laughs> will. She'll be doing some fine and dandy interviews out there. Yeah. It'll be great. It'll be, it'll, it'll be great. And guys, we want to remind you um, to take a moment each and every day and just think of what you can do to make your community a better place to live. Um, you know, what kind thing can you do for somebody else? How can you help no matter yes. how little or how may, or how big it may be? It That it doesn't matter, right? right. It I just agree. matters that you're helping. So thank you so much. Um, we know that all of our listeners are really involved in their community. So it sure seems it. Yeah, we have we have a, a, a very good group of people. Oh, I, our listeners us. are amazing. I, I love it. Yeah. And, I, and you know, that's. That's why we started doing this. Mm-hmm. We've seen some continued benefits of it now, and it's just so great. Plus, we've made okay. so many cool friends. I so know. That's, that's a really good part. It really is. And don't forget, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dandy. Did you learn how to say the word apothecary yet? Apothecary? Did you? Is that apothecary? Apothecary. It's better than apocalypse. Apocalypse. That's oh, yeah. the other I told one. Told him he needs to write a book called that. Yeah. The apocalypse. Okay. Okay, we get all our fun. Sorry.